So if, if we're going to talk about Advent still, Advent is a time for preparing, right? Advent is its own season, and we are preparing our hearts for Christmas. What better person to talk about than John? John the Baptist or John the Baptizer is someone who not only understood that God's kingdom was coming, he understood that he had a vital role to play in that coming. And if you want to see somebody who understands that their life is about preparing for the things of God, you look at John. As Luke understands John, as John has probably been able to communicate who he is, his whole life is wrapped in the words of Isaiah. One more time, please. Prepare the way of the Lord and make his path straight. Everything about who John the Baptist was, was about preparing the way of the Lord. There was a time when John wasn't quite sure. Maybe he was the one that God had sent to save the world. There was a time when he was maybe confused about his calling, about who exactly he, who he was, but God spoke to him. And I know in the middle of all the names, sometimes it gets hard. Uh, we, we miss it, but I, but I want you to hear this again. In verse 2 of chapter 3, Luke tells us something so important, that the word of God came to John in the wilderness. The word of God came to John in the wilderness. Now, of course, the wilderness in our mind, considering our faith story, considering where we have been as the people of God, the wilderness should conjure up some images of back when we came out of Egypt. You remember that? We were in the wilderness. We, we, we traveled and we didn't listen. We said we were sorry. We did a little more traveling. We didn't listen. We said we were sorry again. We did some more traveling. We didn't listen. And around and around in the wilderness we went. But it was in the wilderness that the people of God understood who they were. When they came out of Egypt, they didn't know who they were. They just knew that they had been held captive to Egypt. They just knew that they were tired of being told what to do. They just knew that they needed to get out from under the arm of Pharaoh. And it was in the desert all those years that God finally was able to show them, this is who you are. You are my people. Confession, I'll have to give it to you. I get so angry sometimes. Um, we, we uh, on our vacation, we're not around. We do something crazy. We still go to church. <sighs> crazy, right? And sometimes we'll go to church that, you know, it's from a different uh, denomination just to kind of get a feel of, of what's happening in the larger church. And we've, we've gone to some churches, and I walk in, and Glory gives me that look, and I guess she should know it's coming, and I should know it's coming. But, but I hear messages like, this. The God of the universe wants to make your life happy. That, that, that God came to give you nothing but blessings. Or that God came, my favorite, to make you rich. Blech. 
That's worse than that fruitcake they sell at Walmart, man. (laughs) The reason why that's so is because that's not really what God says here. The people of God had to go through the wilderness to understand who they were. There was nothing about the wilderness that was happy. There was nothing about being hot, thirsty, and hungry for 40 years that felt like a blessing. None of them felt rich in the wilderness. But you know what happened in the wilderness? They found out who they were. They found out their calling from God. And so you fast forward all this time later. We hate getting these kinds of readings in church because we don't know how to pronounce the names. We don't know if we're saying it right or wrong. I give everyone the same word of advice. If you're going to read that church one Sunday and it's full of biblical names, just come out with whatever comes out of your mouth. Nobody sitting over here is going to know the difference, right? And if you just, people say, like, wow, they've been studying. That's good, right? But part of what Luke wants us to remember as we hear these words from chapter 3, these names about these rulers who are here and Herod here and Herod's brother Philip and all these other people, what Luke was trying to paint, I think, the picture for us is that things were not all that great. It would have been easy for anybody who considered themselves a, a child of God to feel like the world was coming down around them. They would have felt like they were in prison all over again. They would have felt like they were in slavery all over again, just like they were under Pharaoh. Because Herod and his family, Herod and his people are not very nice to people like the people of God. And then you get this crazy guy named John. They're always named John, right? pray for you. I I saw who was laughing. The word of God came to John in the wilderness. Now maybe, maybe John had him a little shack in the wilderness where he could get away from it all. Maybe he had himself a nice little setup in the wilderness where he could get away from the hustle and bustle of the city and not have to worry about the potholes everywhere. It's just something I observed in my few months being here. Just saying. Just saying. So, so maybe the wilderness for John was a place where he could escape and get away. But I'm going to suggest to you, I don't think so. I'm going to suggest to you that just like Jesus later on, after Jesus is baptized, Luke tells us that the Holy Spirit moves him, guess where? The wilderness. And I think that as John is preparing to figure out what his calling is, that the same Spirit of God is bringing him to the wilderness. Why? Because that seems to be where we listen the most. And I say all that so I can tell you this. You may be in your wilderness today, but that's okay. Because it's in the wilderness where we find out what we really believe. 
It's in the wilderness where God's voice finally starts coming across to us. It's in the wilderness where we begin to pay a little more attention. It may not be that God's punishing you for anything. It may be that God's preparing you for what he's called you for. It may be that we are in the wilderness right now as a church to find out what it is we really believe about the risen Savior so that we can be prepared to really step out as God's presence to the world. The wilderness, the wilderness is what we need a lot of times because it's where we often hear the loudest. In the middle of all this other stuff going around, John, in the middle of Herod having his rule and the other rulers having their rule surrounding the people of God, it could have felt like God was nowhere to be found again. But even then, the word of God came to John in the wilderness. I want you to hear me, sisters and brothers. Listen. For the word of God. And don't just listen. Verse 3. He went into all the region around the Jordan. Proclaiming a baptism of repentance for the forgiveness of sins. John heard from God in the wilderness. And then he responded. Let me tell you how I think a lot of us Christians do this God stuff. We come to a place like this on a day like this, particularly, you know, in a season like this, everything's so pretty and it, it's so great. It just looks oh, so oh, I love it. And, 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 and something may happen. We come and we sit down and we get comfortable and we may hear something from God. We may hear the voice of God. There may be a word that comes off these pages that, that pierces your heart and you think, God, that must have been for me. And then you know what we do? Oh, what's for lunch? I'm ready to go. What time do the Cowboys? Well, it doesn't really matter when they play anymore, right? Because John heard the word of God. I think he received it, and then he did what God called him to do. It's part of my prayer every week that the word of God would speak to our hearts. Sisters and brothers, please, if it does, don't sit on that. Do what God has called you to do. I think we should pray, though, because I don't, I don't know that I'm alone in, in recognizing that sometimes we don't always follow through with, with God's calling for us. But if, if you want to live into what God has put into your life, if you want to hear the word of God in your own heart and faith, would you pray with me, please? Father God, we are thankful because you are still willing to speak to us today.
We give you thanks, Lord, because it is your voice that brings life to these dried up bones. God, we want and we need to hear from you. Forgive us when we have ignored your calling, but free us today so that we can be ready to serve you with all of our life. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. Yeah, amen.